LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 221. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijiron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And I think this is going to be the last day, last day of the week for me until I say it's time for me to put the air conditioner in the window. Mm. Okay then. Yeah, because the thing is, when I had the air conditioner in, they want to charge me $50 a month. Which I am fine with. It's a big device. But if I put it up before July, they might assume that it's been up since June and expect me to give an extra $50 for June. Uh. So, uh-huh. yeah. I think I can make I can make it another seven days, give or take. Ugh. Okay, let me bring this back up. We are live tonight, week of June 23rd, 2015 on the VOG Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash network. There is an IRC link. If you click on it, it'll your default chat client will come up and bring you directly into the chat. Uh, don't forget, uh, check-ins are open, so come on by, check in, uh, get some awesome points. Uh, forums are open. Every week we post the summary of the podcast, and we want to hear from you. It's been kind of quiet, so there's more than life than just uh, email and Skype line. Alrighty, uh, let's get let's get down to business. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Oh, it has not been good for me. Ooh. Well, let's see. My uh, sister invited and her family invited my parents to go away with them for the week. I think they're up in uh, Lancaster County somewhere. All right. And like all family vacations, I wasn't invited. Welcome. I mean, I might have... They don't know what my answer would have been. I mean, I could have said no, but at the very least, they would have offered to, you know, let me come up with them. And, even worse, yesterday, after getting home from... after leaving work, I pretty much spent the rest of the day in the hospital. What happened? Uh... Had some kind of like weird chest pains that made me think my heart was gonna fucking explode. Mm-hmm. Left, got up, got out of it around 10:30 after a bunch of tests say, "Hey, you're, there's nothing you physically or biologically wrong with you." So, turned out to be a, a fucking anxiety attack, mm. which they gave me Xanax for. Wow. Yeah. And. Well, with me having a place to myself, I don't know, don't care what to do anymore, so I'm just, you know, just in you know, a complete blah state. Hey, sounds good to me, shit. I'm pretty sure that like, shit like this gives me abandonment issues. Mm. 
But again, it's the complete lack of concern for, uh... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, input. That would be the word. On the rest of the family's part. Gotcha. Also, I... Also, my PS4 came this weekend. Nice. But, yeah, that's how shit's been going for me. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, my week has been exhausting. I've gotten very crap sleep uh, most of the weekend. And most of the week. And I had DJ AJ over. Mm-hmm. And that was exhausting because we didn't sleep. <laughs> and yeah, that was about it. There's just a, a whole, you know, lack of sleep issue right now. Trust me, I know that feeling all too well. Yeah, I know you know that feeling. Yeah. Sounds like you had a better week than me, though. No, I mean, it was basically boring. I was in bed reading when I couldn't actually fall asleep. Um, one night, even though I took three doses of my sleep meds, I was still up until six o'clock in the morning. And then while you were at work, boom! No, I. the only reason why I took that much is because I didn't have work the next morning. <laughs> so six o'clock in the morning, you know, I'm finally able to fall asleep, and then I force myself to get up and stay awake at noon. Wow. Yeah, my insomnia has been kicking my ass. But, um... Yeah, so, uh... uh interesting story about the new quote-unquote assistant manager at work. Wait, hold on, hold it, hold it, hold it. I gotta get some popcorn, I gotta get some tea. Yeah. Ooh! Um... She thinks very highly of herself. Oh, shit. One of those. Yeah. Um, there was a comment made the other day that, um, you know, because our our boss is having a conniption fit trying to figure out the, the, the scheduling. And something was said, and she just turned around and went, oh, well, I was told I would be doing that. Good. And uh, consensus is if she takes over doing that, uh, everybody's walking out. <laughs> what, what makes you... Why? I mean, is she that bad of a manager? Um, yes. Oh, wow. It, it's not that she's a bad manager. She's very, very corporate. Um, she has never worked in a, ver like in a smaller store. Wait, 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 wait. Where has she worked before? Um, in in big retail stores. Okay, all right now, like name brand, okay. like big time name brand okay. retail stores. See, here's my thing. I didn't mean to cut you off. I can ma I could deal if I'm working in a small place. I could deal with a manager that has worked in other places. I'm cool with that because in my hindsight, generally half the managers coming in started out, you know, 
on the ground floor and built their way up. Now, there's a difference when they hire somebody from outside that has no idea. They know how to run it corporately, but they don't know how the culture runs. They don't know that shit. Sounds like it's one of those types of managers. Um... The whole thing is, mm-hmm. is that she's, you know, she's only really done corporate stuff. Mm. So we're very, very lax mm-hmm. at work because, you know, it, it, they're all individually owned. It's a family yeah. business. So she's trying to bring that structure and a strictness to your place. Yeah, it, it got a little. Um, mm. So Friday, we, we've been dealing with graduations all week. Right. And I'm sorry to doing, hear that. Yeah, and people doing general uh, general orders and crap like that. So Friday, we like Friday into Saturday, we usually sit there and we blow up the foil balloons mm-hmm. because those last for days, so we can get an early start on everything. Um, <clears throat> so we're sitting there blowing up balloons, and she's like. So, when do we start cleaning the store? And meanwhile, well, it's about 7 o'clock now. Wait, 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 what time does the store close? The store closes at 9. And I, right. looked at her, I, said, I, I, I looked at her, I said, actually, you know, when we're this busy with balloons on a Friday night, um, they would rather us work on the balloons and get that done for Saturday morning than go around and sweep. Now, here's my thing. I always looked at it this way. Yeah, throughout the day, yeah, you kind of do a little sweep here to make the aisles look nice and neat. But the actual cleanup, you don't do that shit until like the last thirty minutes of the store being open. Well, this is the yeah. first time she closed with us. Gotcha. So, um, so I said, you know, they they really want us to have the balloons done. Um, We do go around and make sure that there's nothing on the floors, but we don't really do a huge clean. Yeah. So that's usually done Saturday night or Sunday Mm -hmm. if we're not busy. And she just got this look on her face. So maybe about 8 o'clock-ish, she's like, and -and so-and-so knows that you don't clean on Friday night? And I looked at her. I said, they are more... They, they are. They would rather make money and deal with that than have the store swept. I said yes. They know. I said they are very big into money. That is their like that is their biggest thing. So having these balloons ready for the people to pick up on time is their biggest thing. Mm-hmm. So she just again got this look in her face. Like, look, you're brand new in here. And again, we're not a corporate store. We don't have corporate rules that say, you know, we have to have this amount of money in the register by this point. You know, we don't have to go around and try and upsell crap. People that come into the store know exactly what they want. I would have so, gave her that look of, you must be new here, huh? Uh, <laughs> so Saturday is our busiest day because it's graduation weekend and... All three of the local high schools, and there are three high schools within a 30 minute, uh, not even, no, 15 minute, 15 minute uh, drive. Um, so all three of them are graduating on the same day. Mm-hmm. 
Plus, we have all three of their middle schools graduating on the same day. So that Saturday, we had six schools to deal with, with uh, graduation parties. So I walk in, and all of a sudden, she's on my ass. She's like, I'm going to shadow you while you do this floor display. What? And it's for a customer, mind you. So I'm like, okay. She then proceeded to take everything that was needed to do for the display and ask me how to do it. Like, that's not shadowing me. Shadowing me is letting me do it and watching what I'm doing and asking questions that way. You are just doing it and hoping you do well. It took her 15 minutes to get, you know, a good chunk of it done. And then she was screwing up big time. So I looked at her. I said, we don't have time for this right now. I said, try it one more time. And if you don't get it, I'm taking over. I can teach you how to do this when we don't have lines down the aisle like crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, what day? But- I'm like, Seriously? As busy as it is, you want to set a schedule right now on when to, you know, when to train on this? So then, um, found out that she was wearing extremely, um, not appropriate clothing. I think I saw this on your personal Facebook page. Yeah, so she was wearing hip huggers to work. You know, I've got nothing wrong with low-rise hip huggers, nothing at all. Except when you're working in retail Mm. and have to bend over quite often. Yes, because to be perfectly honest, nobody wants to see what type of thong or underwear or what color it is at the top. Oh, yeah, and she was definitely wearing a thong. (sighs) Now, now, let me ask you, was she kind of fluffy? No. Okay. No, not at all. But she spent a good portion of her her time on the floor because for some reason she couldn't figure out that all she had to do was stand up to do the balloons. She didn't have to do them on the floor. So, yeah, the, the moon certainly came out very, very often. <laughs> when the moon hits your eye like mm. a big pizza pie. That's some and then I found out from the girls, because she works Sunday, I found out from the girls that she was wearing very similar pants and a very similar thing happened. Oh, good. Yeah. So, uh... Kind of reminds me of your... Yeah. Kind of reminds me of your old manager. Mm, (laughs) yeah. But, um... Yeah, best thing is, I think it was the second or third day she was working this week, because she only only started last Saturday. That was her first day. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the women is having a bad day. Yeah. And she turns to her. She's like, oh, is everything okay? And the woman's like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. I'm just tired. So newbie turns and goes, well, if you need to, I have Klonopin. And if you want one, you can have one. Yes. My mind is full of fuck right now. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, you know, it's one of those drugs that you definitely don't give out to people. Because depending on the dosage, you can be loopy as fuck. And that's not something that you should be doing at work. 
<laughs> so this Saturday, um, she's walking down one of the aisles, holding balloons in her hand, staring up and looking around and walking down the aisle as if she can't figure out where to put these balloons. Is she high off her gourd? Oh my god, yes. The crap that happened this you know, this weekend after I got there, just with her being dazed and confused the entire time she was there. But yeah, so that is, you know, that is my new assistant manager. Are that's, you... that's my new, that's my new boss. Hey, you point and go, I want to be just like you, but sober. Yeah, no. That's it, but, but sober. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there's nobody likes her. <laughs> it's like everybody nobody hates Chris. And, and yeah, and it's because of all of this, mm. because she's very, she can't even remember anybody's name. Come here, you, 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 you. Come here, yeah, you. She's she's been here for a week now, and you know I can I can understand if it's the girls that she doesn't normally work with. Mm-hmm. But she turns to somebody. She she goes, um, and what was your name again? And they'll tell them her name, and she goes, that do, that 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 doesn't seem right. You seem more of a Katie, you- or you seem more of a Rachel. <laughs> and you know, or, and you just death glare at him. Yeah, it, it's like, you know, no, that's not right. I'm going to, you don't look like that to me, so I'm not going to remember your name. Really? So, yeah, that, that's been my week. It's like, I love my job. Wow. Uh- Oh, and I got some. I, I will be having some video games in the mail because my friend uh, is selling a bunch of video games. Yep. So, um, yeah, I have video games coming. And then Friday, when I get paid again, I'm going to be buying the Mass Effect trilogy. Lord. You're just as bad as Jamie. You're just as bad as Sky. I mean, come on. What? Just because I have gamer ADD and can't finish my first game and have to go on to something else because I get bored doesn't mean that it's, you know, a bad I'm thing. I'm like that, too. No, I'm talking about collecting all the Mass Effect tr- God. Next thing you know, you're going to be contacting Travis Donovan for, for, commission, for commission N7 armor. No. Lies. No. Okay. This I'm I'm getting the trilogy because the trilogy is only thirty bucks for Xbox 360. Um, <sighs> while it is cheaper if I wanted it on the on the PC, I don't like playing those kinds of games on the PC. Mm-hmm. So I will get it for the 360, and it's only thirty bucks. If we go to our chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com, Dungeon Buster says making money equals cleaning can wait, and Rageinator says. Worked with the newbie at the crack of dawn, eh? Yeah, what's really funny is one of the other girls at work is named Dawn, so that's that's crack and dawn. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. You see, the, the, the funny thing about all it is, the way you're talking about with names and stuff like that, th- this this came to mind, if it'll play. 
Because <laughs> she said, Rachel, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mako, did you just clap? Maybe. I face palm, <laughs> but I can only do it once because I feel like hit myself in the head four times. <laughs> what? I used to watch Friends. I never, I never got the show. Friends is sort of like what we do now, in a way. Yeah, I just find it really humorous for that show that they had their seats in the coffee shop reserved all the which time. Made, which made them the biggest assholes in the series. Yep. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was my week. Now I'm working, you know, the next five days straight. Tomorrow I have off and then I work five days. Mm. So I'm going to see if I can get together with some people and maybe marathon some shit on my day off. Sounds like a plan. Yep. Until then, you know what? For now, let's take a break, and when we get back, we're gonna catch you with all the all the important news y'all missed. We didn't cover in the last three weeks. So you're not gonna tell them about your weekend day? You know, I was I was so far gone, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Besides, yours seemed more interesting anyway, Mako. <laughs> Oh, thank you very much, Winamp, you bastard. Did it close? No, if Winamp closed, we'd be off the feed right now. No, the music decided to go through the main speakers for some reason, because one of the output plugins is tied to the, um, for some reason got tied to the main main speaker settings. Mm. Okay, um, let me check this real quick. Good. That's set. Let me run it through this. Perfect. I'll say this much about my weekend day. I've officially passed the background check. I've signed the paperwork. I am now an employee of Microsoft as of August 10th, 2015. Good for you. Thanks. Even though... It's their retail store, which I think is pretty cool. The fact of the matter remains, they sent me an offer letter anyway. I thought that was the coolest thing. I got a freaking offer letter about it. That's the coolest part. Work's been good. I'm, just, I'm getting used to getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to work from 6.30 to, to 3. And the guy who's trained me is starting to get on my last nerve. He's one of those where, you know, they'll train you. And then if you miss something, he'll retrain you instead of just pointing out, remember this and that. And then go uh-huh. through that little explanation and assume that you don't know what the hell you're doing. It's like that. Oh, so he talks down to you. He doesn't talk down to me, but he just continuously assumed I don't know. It's not in the way he's talking down, but like a retraining session, you know. He he talks at you, not yeah. to you. I hate that. That's okay. That's all my that's all my weekend day has been. Well that and Getting ready for another convention this weekend, a one-day con out in uh, Morristown where DerpyCon was. So, I'll be hanging out with Michelle Knotts and a few other people. So, it'll be cool. That's basically it. That's basically my weekend day. Now we can go ahead and take a break, and when we get back, we'll let you. We'll fill you in all the important news of the last three weeks you have missed. Okay then. All right. We'll be back. 
You may 
you know what? I have got to get that series on DVD. That was the second opening to K-On! Season 2. First season was pretty good. I just got to finish watching the second season and actually get both on DVD. I think Sentai Filmworks has it, I believe. Oh, well. But, um, before we go ahead and kick off the news, I got some quick breaking news I want to drop real quick and then we can go about our way. Let me go ahead and, and bring it up real quick. Alright, first off, um, it's, it's news out of Funimation. Uh, Funimation Universal, Stu- Universal I believe, Studios or Pictures or Home Video have now made a uh, distribution agreement. So pretty much, you're going to be able to find more of Funimation's titles and more locations through distribution via Universal Home Studios. It's pretty much the same as the deal that Viz, Video, Viz Media has with Warner Brothers. Now, the question is, with the deal with Universal, will we be seeing some Funimation titles on Universal HD and other Universal-based networks? Uh, second piece of news is, I want to say congratulations to a awesome convention pal of mine, Adam Sheehan. He has been in the anime industry for ten and a half years. Uh, he got his start over at Funimation when it was just Funimation Productions, and then it was Funimation Entertainment, now so Funimation. And he will be accepting the role of, of, let's see, what is this? Uh, yeah, He will be handling the roles of events and conventions coordination and management for Crunchyroll. So you'll still see him at conventions, but at a different booth. So to you, good sir, congratulations. Proud of you. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm glad that they got somebody in there, seeing as how... Uh... There was not so good news about Crunchyroll at a convention this weekend. Um, I didn't put that on the show roll, but did you want to cover that real quick? Sure. It seems that mm-hmm. a, lo- a convention that happened this weekend, um, I- Crunchyroll uh, no-showed at the last minute. Mm. They were supposed to be doing a panel not just, you know, being at a booth or something. They were actually hosting a panel. Oops. Everybody was lined up. Everybody was waiting, you know, and they finally came out and said, you know, we're sorry, but it's been canceled. And, you know, the, the guy that wrote about it basically said what happened, and everybody's like, I don't know. <laughs> but come to find out that, you know, they just... Either somebody at the convention dropped the ball and they canceled and didn't, you know, never said, oh, hey, you know, we should probably make a note in the schedule that this isn't happening. Or somebody from Crunchyroll just decided not to show up. Mm. Unfortunately, I can't find anything else about it. Uh, Same here. I'm actually having trouble trying to load the page, but... eh. I think th- th- this shit does kind of sort of happen, you know. I mean, Crunchyroll is not a big company. Neither it's not small, but it kind of falls under the aspect of one person with many hats. Yeah, but you figure considering that a lot of anime conventions are using Crunchyroll now to stream anime instead of getting physical copies, mainly because a lot of the companies aren't giving physical copies for streamers anymore. Um, you, you know, and so this was, uh, 
This was L.A. Cosplay Con. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know exactly what happens. This was, you know, the only thing I can find is this one guy's, uh, this one guy's thing on popcults, uh, popcults.com. And he was really looking forward to the panel. Are, are, so. Isn't Pop Cult like, like friends of Anime Jam Session? I'm not sure. Is the logo like blue with black lettering? I can't load it right now, oh, so I don't know. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to ask Rox. I think Pop Cults is like part, kind of sort of like friends of us, something like that. Oh, well. Well, I, I, I'll figure it out. Yeah, this is probably something that you should know. Mm. You'd expect, the, I guess, one of the bigger companies to be professional about this sort of thing in a convention. At least shoot the, you know, the con staff ahead up there are not going to be able to be here. Mm. Yeah, I mean, as long as, and that's the whole thing, is they might have said something and the staff... You know, it could just be one of those conventions where the staff isn't told. You know, the head doesn't tell the, the the people behind them, and then they don't have any clue when they're asked a question, which unfortunately happens quite a quite a lot at conventions. Yeah, because usually sometimes at conventions, if there's a schedule change, you just see a piece of paper up there, and somebody just come by and snatch it down and keep walking. Mm. But yeah, I can't get the what I can't get their website to to uh, load it all. Mm. It's not just the article, it's the entire website. <sighs> server issues, server issues, server issues, yeah. And Ari, this is horrible. <laughs> what did he say, Ari? Ari, what did you say? Look in the chat. Alright, alright. These pictures are bad and you should feel bad. I don't. Well, you should. Oh, okay. I'm I'm okay with that. You would be. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be? Because you're a dick. Well, yeah. That's besides the point. Yeah. No, that is the point. Yes, and Pop Cults is friends of, the, of our website, so yes. I was able, uh, thanks to Sarah Ackerman, I was able to check the logo, and yep, they're they're friends of ours. Yes, but obviously you wouldn't realize that. Hmm. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, let, 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 let's get, let's go, let's go. Um, Marco, did you want to take the first one as well? Yes, I I figured as much. So, um, while this movie is extremely horrible and why anybody would want to watch it in the first place... And a major disservice to the BDSM community, but that's well, not here nor there. Yeah, so um, Fifty Shades of Grey being as popular as it is obviously is going to be going to the different countries. And while it did get a um, a subtitled release, it is now going to be getting a dubbed release. Oh boy. Um, so the DVD and Blu-ray uh, will be released in Japan on July 2nd. It's going to include new footage, a Japanese dub that was unavailable during the movie's theatrical pre- uh, premiere, 
Uh, Christian Grey is going to be played by Kenjiro Suda, better known as fucking Kybera from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Wait, isn't that against the rules? School, screw the rules, I have whips and chains. Uh, <laughs> and Sorry. Anna is going That's... to be played by Ryoko uh, Shira, Shiraishi, uh, who is uh, Hayate and Hayate the combat butler. And they're both really excited and were kind of weirded out doing it. (laughs) Um, Suda goes, it's famous for being seen by many women, so I was nervous, but it was a lot of fun. I was happy, but I felt a lot of pressure, like I had to make it great. Um, and both of them found the movie to be very different from what they were expecting. Uh, Suda <laughs> thought it was a dry story, but actually my impression that it was a pure love story between a man and a woman changed. I had the impression that it was about a young woman tricked by a bad man, but in reality, it, if it was provocative, it was depicted very nicely and beautifully, so I was able to watch it with my heart beating faster, she says. No, she was right the first time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then it I says... What, I wonder if they'll do, like, what we do in this country with our uh, voice actors and, uh, you know, pop culture icons and have them do dramatic readings of it for uh, conventions or public appearances or whatnot. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I want to hear Norio Wakamoto, na- like, narrate Christian Grey in his most assholeish parts. I think we have, like, a little clip of this. Let's see. どうして私をここに君を一人にしておけなかったからだ。なら You know he screams Yugi in bed. It's kind of hard to take this serious. Really? This is the point where you say... Fuck it, this is too much for me. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I'm like, it's kind of take. Uh, no, that's why I said it's kind of hard, hard to take it seriously. Oh God, I, I, I really should share that on my Facebook just for people, just, to, just to hear what they gotta say. Anyway, people were asking me in the chat. Norio Wakamoto is a voice actor who's done things like uh, Emperor Charles from. Uh, I, I got his trips. Uh, Emperor Charles from Code Geass. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, Chio's father in uh, Azumanga Daio. You know that uh, yes, little orange cat thing. Mm-hmm. And he was a uh, Black Shadow in F. What was it? F Zero uh, Legend of Falcon. Mm. And as Sarah Ackerman says it live at VogNetwork.com. Get the hentai actors. Um, also, when they dub WWE Raw into a uh, Japanese, he's the voice of Vince McMahon. No way, in the hello. Matashi wa Vince McMahon no kameto. 
<laughs> oh god. I okay, all right. You have to find me a clip later of Raw dubbed in Japanese. And as Dark Tetsuya says, didn't the guy who voiced Yugi do a hentai dub? Yes. Yes, he did. That was in one of our episodes. When we did our hentai episode, if you were here for that. If you weren't... If you weren't here for that, go look for it. Look it up. Anywho, moving right along... Alright, this was actually yesterday, but since we were not on yesterday, we have to do it today. First, lately, everybody's been talking about a particular date in in June, which I think is June 15th, 2015. Yep. And that was no, to... June 22nd. Well, some... No, no, no. Wait. I'm talking about June that's 15th right. first. If I'm, that's, I think that's the day. That's when everyone talks about the DeLorean Back to the Future. But we have another date. June 22nd, 2015. On Summed up in six words. Get in, get the, fu- in the fucking robot, Shinji. Thank you. Another, Sorry. No problem. A.K.A. It's the in-anime date of, of the first time Neon Genesis Evangelion mad and sad scientist Gendo Ikari looked at his son Shinji and told him to get in the damn robot. And to think, that was the day after Father's Day. Irony. I know, right? As the story goes, pretty much... It might have not have been apparent in the very beginning, but deep down inside, Ava isn't overly concerned with its on-the-surface storyline of aliens attacking Earth and the giant robots trying to fend them off. What the franchise really wants to do is show what's going on with its human characters. That's pretty much what it is. So, yeah, we just want to let you know that yesterday would have been the date that um, the, A- the Avas would have fought the Angels. Who knows? Maybe we can have a one-year celebration of the sur- of the surviving of it next year. Who knows? Yeah, after we all take a lot of acid <laughs> <laughs> or smoke a lot of weed. No, no, you won't hallucinate enough on weed. <laughs> take all the acid. Yeah, that that's one of those ones that you have to you have to take something that's going to hallucinate, like that you're going to have hallucinations, or you're not going to get that. You know cracked bleeding world effect where everything is melting and you know all of that crap aka the scene from Beavis and Butthead to America yes oh, butthead. Uh, I think I'm freaking out Butthead <laughs> I don't know if I can get Black Sabbath playing in the background while I am tripping balls it'll just make the whole thing so much better so there you go Alright, moving right along. Ari, it's all you. Okay. Ooh, Dragon Ball Super broadcast date officially confirmed. Yep. The upcoming issue of Weekly Shonen Jump magazine is confirmed that Dragon Ball Super will start airing in Japan on July 5th, 2015. This date speculated by many, but now it's great to see it has been officially confirmed. Dragon Ball Super will be on Fuji TV every Sunday at 9 a.m. It replaces Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is currently airing in Japan. It's at the Majin Buu series, Saga Soda series, close to ending. Dragon Ball Super will be shown weekly, and the Kiritorium is 100% involved. 
Toriyama is not part of Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, and some people do not consider it canon. Uh, Fuck Toriyama. GT. Looks like Toriyama's keeping this theme as recent Dragon Ball Z anime movies were set years before GT. The new Super t series takes place at the Battle of Gods and Resurrection F. The official t Twitter page teased a mysterious new character entering the scene. This could be an indication when we see an all-new villain in the series. There's still no news of a localized version West of Western Dragon Ball series, Dragon Ball Super yet. Hopefully, it gets re released around the world sometime next year. Well, they're gonna have to come up with a new villain or something because mm -hmm. after they made a Blooper Saiyan Goku and Blooper Saiyan Vegeta, and with a Beerus and Whis being essentially non-factors, if they don't, really don't want to get involved. There's really not a whole lot that can be considered a threat to these t to the universe. Plus, it also kind of invalidates the rest of the cast, so there's that. So we're not going to see adult Goten? Uh, I think one of the pre... I think we were talking about this a couple weeks ago. That one of the uh, preview arts showed a, you know, I guess a late teen Goten and late teen Trunks. Because I know Vide it showed Videl all grown and fighting with everyone. No, because if this is happening right after those two movies, a couple years after, then yeah, I. I hmm. But we yeah, don't know. Still, I'm looking at them. They're they're still 13. But the thing is, we don't know how far after Battle of Gods and Resurrection F happened after the last episode. So we'll figure and it out one way this or one the one that I'm looking at now says that uh, it sounds like Dragon Ball Super takes place after Battle of Gods but before the events of Resurrection F mm. it explains on how Goku and Vegeta train to become Super Saiyan Gods Super Saiyans for the first time because let me guess in Battle of Gods they just invoked the Super Saiyan God forms well only Goku got it okay. in the first movie and then Vegeta gets it off screen and like during Resurrection F. Wow, Vegeta got chipped. No, 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 no. He became a blooper Saiyan. He, we just didn't see him go up Super Saiyan God on screen. That's what I meant. He got chipped of a transformation sequence. What does he matter? Apparently, he's still he's stronger than Goku now. Which means they'll have to do some really clever uh, Diabolus X Machina shit to take them off the show. To take them out of the action for a while and make it interesting. Mm -hmm. Ooh, maybe it'll be. Maybe history will repeat itself and Gohan might actually become Blooper Saiyan <laughs> and Blooper Saiyan level two. Why do you say Blooper Saiyan? Because that's the uh, that's the nickname that people have been giving the uh, Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan form because their hair turns a shiny sky almost baby blue. Ah. Uh -huh. Okay, it, it's I also get been you. Called what happens when you're playing an old old school DBZ fighting game, and a second player also picks like Super Saiyan Goku, mm -hmm. and they they that's the uh, color palette that he gets. Gotcha. Okay. I, I miss the cells. I, I miss the cell games. Mm. So I'm looking at this. At the very least, that Dragon Ball Bridge is going to get to the the cell games in a little while. The cell games, in, yeah, and. uh I can only imagine what they're what they're gonna do to uh, Gohan and make him get all pissed off. <laughs> mm. Say something about his mother. What you say about my mama? No, because his theme has been 
repressing a lot of issues with his father. Because Pops is never around. If you think about it, Go Gohan is actually a, bl- a long-lost black kid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, really? that's right. I went there. Uh, of course he did. <laughs> anyway... Yeah. So I'm I'm reading this other article because there's a bunch of articles attached to this, and yeah. it looks like at least uh, some of the stuff will be coming back. Hmm. So it looks like most of the main voice cast is coming back. That's good. Um, we will get uh, fusions, so we will have Go Tanks. Okay. So yeah. Also, here's the image of what a blooper saying Goku looks like. The second one I sent you. All right. Okay. Let's take a quick look at this. Yeah. Yeah. You. He looks like you. You just hit his car. <laughs> he looks like he's standing directly in front, in back of you, and you just fucking farted. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Oh shit. I'm just waiting for Goku going through all this, just go and just say, I'm getting too old for this shit. I'm sure some fan dub or fan translation will have him say that. Yes. And let's close this article with this one line before moving on. Hey, Vegeta! <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, Vegeta! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, it was funny at the time. Yes, at the time. Yes. And now bringing shit back from the past. Uh, what's next? Uh, Death Note. Yeah, because stupid people not realizing what it is are stupid. That's my... That's why I said bringing dumb shit from the past, because we've covered this shit before, but, you know, Mm -hmm. some people just don't know any better. Nope. So, uh, Connecticut State Police are investigating a 7th grade boy after administrators at his middle school in Griswold discovered that he had a quote-unquote death note booklet on Monday. Uh, the superintendent said the book the booklet listed less than six students' names. According to the school administrators, another student had seen the booklet and told his or her parents. After administrators learned of the booklet, they notified the families of the students on the list and sent an email to parents. The administrators assured parents of the safety of the school and the student will not be in school for the rest of the academic year, which ends this week. Mm. So there are at least nine previous incidents in the United States alone where school officials went fucking batshit. Mm-hmm. There was a high school senior in Richmond, Virginia that was suspended in 2007 over a list of his classmates that the school principal linked to Death Note. A middle school student in Hartsville, South Carolina was removed from school over a Death Note notebook in March of 2008. And Gadsden, Alabama, two sixth-grade students were arrested in the following uh, in the following month for a notebook that allegedly listed their school staff and fellow students in a manner similar to the Death Note anime. A middle school in Gig Harbor, Washington, expelled one student and disciplined three others in May of 2008 
for writing 50 names in their own death note note uh, in their own death note book. Two elementary school students from Oklahoma City were to be disciplined in December of 2009 for allegedly listing two other students and the manners of their fictional deaths in a death note notebook. An eighth grade student was suspended indefinitely from a middle school in Owasso, Michigan after a death note notebook was found in March 2010. A 14-year-old 8th grade student from Pennsylvania's uh, Avonworth Middle School was suspended after a death note list was found on a school bus in May 2010. Christ. And the list goes on. I won't continue with the rest of it, but yeah. Um... This is just catharsis for the kids, though, mm-hmm. who are probably mm-hmm. being bullied or singled out by their peers or the staff. And yet, it's the staff that has this trouble discerning fantasy from reality, it seems. Well, I mean, you're talking about schools, and unfortunately, uh, I, I think we've established that schools think with, you know, a different brain than everybody else does, considering how many uh, female students are sent home or kicked out of, you know, dances and proms just because of what they're wearing. Uh, well- and because it's making these chaperones, you know, gawk at them and... See, at that point... At, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, At that point, it's an issue with the chaperones, not the student, okay? Yeah, but don't tell them that. Oh, I would. Yeah, I'm just, but I mean, yeah. this, is, this is the whole thing. You know, it's all completely tied in. Because they have to be seen as being complete and uber <sighs> overprotective. It becomes, you know, way over the line in some cases. Now, I can understand, you know, some of the schools kind of over their reaction to the death. Note. I, I mean, if I was a principal, I would, too. But how they went about it. Completely unacceptable. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I was a principal and this was brought to my attention, I would, I would have the student send the student to the office with this with this pad. And I would talk, find out what's going on. If he's doing it as a joke, I'd be like, OK, you can go back to class. Just don't away. do it again. It's not funny. Yeah, you, you bring it out again. You're gonna get suspended. If if he has like these feelings or whatever, that's when to call the parents in and be like, "Look, da 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 da." At least send him the guidance counselor first. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I would like something like this. It'd be better the principal would get, would get first crack before sending it to the guidance counselor because we all know guidance counselors don't know dick. Except for that flask of booze in the bottom in the bottom drawer of their desk. Huh. Mm. Anyway, moving along. Uh, let's see. Uh-huh. This sounds good. I can get the track to play. Perfect. It seems lately there has been a surge in Takarazuka musicals and musicals in general. I mean, we got Sarah Miyu. I mean, we've had Bleach, Prince of Tennis. Naruto. Naruto, yes. I want to see the Naruto one. That looks funny as hell. But we also have Lupin the Third. But this time we have a brand new one. Rurouni Kenshin. 
In early 2016, the beloved Rurouni Kenshin series will be getting its first musical adapted by the Takarazuka Review, which is Japan's all-female musical theater troupe. Kenshin Mew. I like the sound of that. The original series ran in Weekly Shonen from 94 to 99. This, it, you had an awesome anime series, an OVA, and a live-action film trilogy, which I have to actually get around to watching. The musical production will be performed by the Takarazaka Review at both the Grand Theater and the Tokyo Theater as well. In the Takarazuka Grand Theater, it'll be from February 5th to March 14th, and in the Tokyo Theater, April 1st to May 8th. And I'm actually checking the list and seeing if on what's the name from from the Ceremonial is going to make a cameo appearance in it. <laughs> no. I know, but it's like you halfway expect that shit. No. <laughs> but the but well, the has been a mistake been a mistake for a female a bunch of times, so Oro? It's not too far out of character form. Yeah. I wonder what's next. Dragon Ball Mew? Oh, God. Now, I wouldn't be surprised. That one scene where he's calling on everybody's energy to do that massive spirit bomb? There's a singing routine. I'm calling it right fucking now. <laughs> I wonder if he, he tries to get everyone in the audience to put their hands up. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but at the, at the end of the article, it says, um, since Kenshin's fo- fo- fellow Shonen Jump Megahead Dragon Ball is also experiencing a revival of sorts with two new animated films and upcoming TV series, is it a possibility it'll get its own Takarazuka adaptation? We, they, the people that wrote this article would love to see Vegeta played by a no-nonsense, badass female actor. So probably an MMA chick. <laughs> no. No. I don't see that. <sighs> if you go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Sarah Ackerman says, God, if Attack on Titan gets a musical face palm, I will pay to see that. I think everybody will just pay to see the giant Titan dancing in the background. Or how they would try and recreate the uh, 3D movement gear. Woo, better get Ringling Brothers for that one. I'm having Spider-Man the musical flashbacks. Oh, 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 God. Alright. And we have one more article left before we go into the open forum topics. Um, I'll take it. I haven't gotten the second article yet. Alright. Once this finishes, it's all yours. So, the shame of a cosplay mom. Mm-hmm. There's this, I'll link the image to the uh, chat so they can give a... Oops, not wrong one. Get a, a frame of reference what we're talking about. Okay. This image popped up on uh, people's feet and it said... Yeah. Saw it and smiled and made me think of cosplaying the author's little girl. That's the writer's little girl, I mean. And then, oh god, and then the person looked at the comments... Big mistake. Yeah. Like, nice parenting, mom. Really Bert. super around your kid there. Booty for everyone. I'm like, am I right? Yeah, so 
it's basically about cosplay shaming. Cosplay mm-hmm. shaming comes in many forms. It's not hard to find articles and sites that make up a bad cosplay. It's not unheard of for people to slut shame a woman for wearing a skimpy costume. It's not unheard of for cosplay parents to get told that they're in some way imparting bad influences on their children. <clears throat> Pardon me. Mm-hmm. And images like that one almost prompt people to speak out in judgment about how it's bad for your child, how it's putting your own needs as a parent above your kids' needs, by the example you're setting, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if this woman ever see the blog that this this person's talking about. It's oh, it's a fake geek girl. Yeah. There are noted pictures out there. I do know there's some other cosplay moms out there who need to occasionally hear hear something nice, something positive, and something affirming. And basically saying that, that it's pretty much you know the whole sharing a hobby with your kid that you both can appreciate and bond with kid needs you in their lives and you're spending quality time with them you also want to give your kid that terrific experience of being in a great costume of having people admire the work and compliment the effort you're not ashamed of your body and what you're teaching your child is to be not ashamed of their bodies people have asses and legs will not boobs this is a fact we spend so much time in society worshipping skinny ass models wearing next to nothing but the second a mother steps out in a skimpy outfit with her child the whole world loses their goddamn minds because you are somehow damaging that child that's not really the way that works. Basically, the, the woman's not ashamed of her body and what, you're, what they're teaching your, your kid to embrace is their own weird mm-hmm. and to be who they are without shame or fear of concern what others think. So many children struggle with self-esteem issues or with their peers. You're shown that there's always a community found out there that understands and supports their hobbies. So basically, this is an anti-slut-shaming. Uh, yes. Now, one thing I have to say, I mean, personally, I have, I don't, I'm not going to say personally, but you know, you fight on, you do you. But I just feel that maybe if the daughter was a little bit older when wearing an outfit like that, maybe she probably wouldn't have gotten as much flack, but you'd still get flack for it. Maybe, I just feel maybe she's a little bit too young for that, but, it, but I'm not a parent. If that's what she wants to do, that's fine. I won't, I don't question shit. If that if that's cool and she understands it, that's fine. I'm just feeling feel maybe if her daughter was a little bit older with you wearing something like that, she'd understand it a little bit more. But hey, it's whatever. Yeah, there's there's a comment down there that um basically sums up what what I feel on this. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to a re- regular convention, that's great. Um, you know, wear what you want, but at the same time, if you're wearing this and you are dressing your kid up to match you wearing this. That's when the red flag goes up. That's when there, you know, that's when there's something a little bit mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, I mean, I can understand if your if your child is a little bit older, like a teen. I can kind of get that, but as a preteen. Yeah, I mean, uh... if you're doing mommy daughter, you know, mommy daughter cosplay, and mommy has her ass hanging out, it, it's it's a little weird for me mm-hmm. seeing the dynamic at that point you know I, I don't care what she wears normally to a convention it's the fact that she dressed her daughter up to go with her outfit mm. that's you know and I don't know like I'm looking at this and everybody's going oh yeah you know it's a great outfit and you know there, it's not showing any more than what she would have if she was wearing a bikini the problem is those don't look like the kind of panties or bloomers that you would wear if you were walking around in a skirt this short. Mm-hmm. 
you know, for a costume or for cheerleading or something like those look like regular panties. And I think that also makes a difference. Those don't look like the sh- like, like bottoms you would wear, you know, to quote unquote, you know, publicly go out and something like this. Right. So I think that's also throwing me off a little bit. It happens. But yeah, it, it's the whole, it's the whole wearing that and then dressing your kid up to match you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you're walking around together. That's that's a little a, a little much for me. All right. Now that we got that out of our, uh, uh, we got now we got that out of our systems. We're gonna go ahead and, o- and bring up the open forum topic, and we're gonna open the uh, Skype line. And let's see, who is this? All right, somebody new. All right, cool. All right, so the open forum topic is where we ask you. Oh, wrong one. Is this one? Yeah, this is the one. Yes. Almost gave myself a heart attack doing that. So, open forum topics where we ask all of you, the fans, um, information. Uh, we ask you a question about in regards to the anime cosplay fandom. Um, th- this week's uh, topic is this. Oh, excuse me. Hosting a panel. Is there a panel you want to host at a convention or a panel you did host? What is it? And tell us about it. So, in other words, have you ever hosted a, con- a, pan- a panel at a convention before? And if you never did. Would you like to, and what would it be about? I'm back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. And we got some. Uh, we got some answers uh, from Nemesis47. He's hosted a few panels. He did a Sailor Moon panel in 2012. He did Italia panels at 2011. Um, and that was pretty. That's pretty much what it is. He would love to host a pro wrestling pa- Japanese pro wrestling panel since it has a quite a rich history. Dude, if you were at Anime Next uh, a couple weeks ago with Ari, you would have loved that. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> Sarah Ackerman says at, at Glass City Con she hosted a panel on thrifting cosplays. I've hosted a couple of those. Those are pretty cool to run, giving tips and so forth, you know, and a walkthrough on how. And she had one of her friends there give a walkthrough on how he made his gender bent, bent male Elsa cosplay. And she is hoping to have her Attack on Titan Dare panel at Matsuricon. Uh From Kelly, she says she th- it would be f- she would like to host a panel about introducing your kids to fandom, like with craft ideas based on age levels, cosplay ideas the whole family could participate in. The difference between actual family friendly cons and ones that are advertised to make money, so on and so forth. That sounds like a great idea, though. Family conning one on one. Now, I have hosted a few panels in my life. Uh, mostly, I used to run at Anime Next, the Ronma One Half uh, Fandom Forever panel, which was me talking about the characters, um, my f- showing off my favorite AMVs, and if there was time, there was a French fan dub, no, fan parody of Formula, no, Formula 119, and I would air that if I had time. If, it was, if I wasn't doing that, I used to be a part of, like, Cosplay one-on-one panels, budgeting cosplays, you know, thrifting as people call it now, you know. 
I used to run those. I used to do those. Uh, my last panel I did was a couple of years ago at Anime Next. I helped a, I helped run a body type panel because the person that was running it never showed, and somebody from the audience said they would do it, and I was like, I'll help you. So, and that was pretty fun. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase Willow. Uh, Mako, I don't, have you, you, you've run a couple of panels with me, haven't you? Um, I've helped you with, uh, two of the podcasting panels, yes. like the how-to podcast panels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've done the live AJS panels. Yes. Um, and I was at your Ranma panels, but that, mm-hmm. that was about it. Okay. I haven't really run a panel because there hasn't really been one that I've want to. Okay. And most of the conventions that I've been going to, I've been staffing, so I didn't want to run a panel and staff. Gotcha. I hear you on that. You didn't need the aggravation. Correct. Unless you're a year one con and, you, and, they, all, and they need all the help they can get. Maybe that point. Yeah. All right, what about you, Ari? I'm in the same boat. The only panels I've ever actually run were the anime jam sessions with the with you. There's one or two times. Oh, okay, but is there a panel that you've that you wanted to run though? <sighs> Honestly, I've never really thought about running a panel. Oh, okay. I mean, mostly because I'd be worried about you know no, no one showing up or just. Yeah, the people who like to come to uh, mock panels, you know, shit like that. Well, that happens. I know when I first read... I, I don't even know what I would be able to talk about, so the the prospect never really uh, really uh, bothered me or oh, okay. uh, came to mind for me. All right. Uh, it's just we're not getting any calls in on the Skype line. It goes a bye-bye. Skyplane go down the hole. <laughs> bye bye, Skyplane. And now we get to the fun part of the show. Oh boy. Strange news from Japan. And then I just simply side eye Mako chan here as I look at these articles. What? This was actually a pretty good week for uh for news. <laughs> I know, right? So who's going first? I don't care who goes first. No, I think they're all pretty twisted. Yeah. So I don't mind. I'll go first. So um, police in Tojiki have arrested a 46-year-old unemployed, no shit, uh, unemployed man on suspicion of throwing a rock at a truck on the Tohoku Expressway. Not surprised by that. He's unemployed, ladies Mm -hmm. and gentlemen. Police said they suspect the man of throwing rocks at vehicles on the expressway on nearly 50 occasions. According to police, the man parked his car on a side road running parallel to the expressway around 7 p.m. on June 15th and started throwing rocks. One of the rocks broke the windshield of a large truck. Police said they received reports of similar damage from the drivers of about 30 vehicles from early evening on June 15th until dawn of the next day. Furthermore, police said 17 similar cases were reported on Friday night for about 45 minutes 
um, from 11.20 p.m. Uh, police patrol picked up the guy sitting in his car at a nearby parking lot early Saturday morning after a witness had noted the license plate of a suspicious car near the expressway. And several rocks were found in his car. And the guy was quoted as saying he was stressed out at having been jobless since February and wanted to blow off steam. And that's the first thing he thought about? Yeah, I guess so. And as Sarah Ackerman says in the chat at live.bognetwork.com, she wonders if it's his old employer and bottles up with, Mako-chan, what did you do? <laughs> How hard was he throwing those rocks they imagine to break a windshield of a truck? You actually don't have to throw them very hard, depending on how fast the vehicle is moving. Yep. Hmm. I mean, because I've gotten a broken windshield from a rock before. And basically what had happened is there was a truck in front of me carrying a load of rocks. We're going the same speed limit. The only thing that happened was that a rock fell onto the ground and smacked back up into my window. Was it a big rock? Not really, no. No, I mean, it was probably, you know, probably about an inch in diameter. Not even. Hmm. But it did enough damage that it looked like a softball hit my car. Ouch. So, yeah, it doesn't have to be going that fast. It just has to... You know, it, it depends on the momentum of how fast the vehicle was going. And before we continue, I only have one thing to say about that. What? I got five pieces of candy. I got a chocolate bar. I got a quarter. I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. All right. And Ranma. Right. If you don't play Speed Racer during the next one, I will have to beat you. Oh, it's like that. Yes. All right. Are you taking it, DJ? Yeah. Okay, last one's for me then. It's needed, you know this. I didn't realize that till now. Man arrested for uploading a video of himself driving at over 170 kilometers per hour. A man 106 miles per hour. And a man has been arrested and charged with reckless driving after he posted an online video of himself driving at 170 kpm or. 106 MPH in the Gunma Prefecture. According to the police, Daiki Yamazaki, a 24-year-old part-time worker, uploaded the video with the attached title, caught by a speed camera driving at over 200 kilometers per hour on the highway. Which yep. is 124 miles per hour. Uh-huh. Yamazaki is charged with violating speeding regulations on three separate occasions over a period of 19 minutes from 4.26 p.m., while driving between 125 and 172 kilometers per hour on National Route 17 on March 17th. Following his arrest, Yamazaki told police he had uploaded the video in an effort to impress his friends. And for the record, this is not the first time this shit has happened. 
you can go on YouTube. There is a video of a guy who is driving around the FDR all the way around Manhattan Island at like three at like one o'clock in the morning at like almost a hundred miles an hour. Wow. Yes. Well, there are people that do drag racing that get up to, you know, triple digits. I know, but I'm just saying, this is, I mean, I'm not talking about, I, I, I'm just saying, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these mm-hmm. are street yeah. racers. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about actual racing. Right. Okay, I got you, got you. Mm-hmm. And as Sarah Ackerman says, need for speed anyone? Now you have to find somebody that's going to tape themselves doing this while drifting. Oh, God. Don't have to find some dubstep remix of the Speed Racer theme. Don't actually find a dubstep. No, if you're going to do, do speeding and drifting, you have to go with a different anime altogether. Uh, yeah. Initial D. Well, 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 yeah. You got you, you, you to go with Initial D. Mm-hmm. You start bringing in drifting, you have to. Yes. Either that, you watch uh, Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Hey, I mean, at the time, drifting was very popular, so why not? Mm-hmm. And it had the, vo- had the actress that played Sailor Mars in PGSM in that, in that movie, Keiko Kitakawa. All right. All right, Ari, last one's all you get, sir. A peeping Tom arrested for taking photos of girls bathing at home. Oh, God damn it, I'm going to need a stronger drink. And probably a shower. The shower is a given. <laughs> Police in Tokyo have arrested a 26-year-old man after it, was, after it was discovered that he had taken on 25 different occasions... Peeping Tom photos and videos of two junior high school students while they were bathing at their home in Tsukimami Ward. Oh, God. There's the creepiness. Mm. According to the police, between October, uh, between August and October of last year, Takamama Shiraishi entered the premises of a home in Tsukimami Ward 25 times and took photographs and videos of us on a smartphone from the bathroom window as two girls were bathing one after another. Shiraishi... Shiraishi, who was a computer game programmer, was quoted by police as saying he had been unable to stop himself due to overwhelming stress and worries at work. He was apprehended in April after being caught in the grounds of an apartment building and set a guy award. <clears throat> police say they have discovered at least a dozen photographs and videos of teenage girls on trains and in bathrooms on Shiraishi's smartphone, as well as tables describing particular characteristics of girls on his computer. Mm. It doesn't say whether or not he's unemployed, but but given the trend of these kind of articles, we have to assume that he was unemployed. I think, well... No, he's he's a, a, he has it a says job. on here that he's a computer game programmer. Oh, I'm sorry, I must have missed that part. Meanwhile, at Konami, they'll be announcing their newest uh, game, uh, Peep Girl 2000, for the PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just expect them to be out of control. Out of uh, work, I mean. I mean, yeah, I kind of understand where you're coming from. And one of the comments on the article, someone says, 
It's Wednesday. We're on to Peeping Toms now, are we? <laughs> wow. And then someone says, when isn't there a story in the news about a pervert getting caught? It's just the tip of the iceberg. It's the tip of something. (laughs) 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 And then someone else says, it sounds to me he was much more busy with his hobby than with work. And then someone says, why don't you just watch porn? That is what the internet is for. Grab your dick and double click. For porn, porn, porn. 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 Yes. I think we should go ahead, play the last set of music, wrap it up, and get out of here. Okay. Okie dokie. We'll be back.
we finished kind of our pre- at a pretty decent time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh... <clears throat> Excuse me. Something got caught in my throat real quick, so, you know. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. Then in turn, tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it, so that's how we roll. If you have any questions about our site or podcast in general, drop us a note at podcast at Anime Jam Session. Again, that's podcast at Anime Jam Session. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, we should have some links going up for some cosplay photos. You definitely want to check those out. Uh, I believe the Anime Next uh, review should be going up later this week. Um, uh-huh. And our usual weekly podcast. If you're having trouble accessing our, our podcast from our site, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. If you listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher, we just ask for five-star reviews. That's it. That's all That's all we're asking. That would be really cool if you, did, if you could hook us up with that. Check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash AnimeJamSessionTV. Um, there should be some videos going up tomorrow. The goal is to get some videos up each week until we're caught up, so that'll be fun. If you want to follow us on YouTube and see what stuff that we like and don't like and possible stuff that we're going to stream and stuff like that. Um, you can find me at uh, youtube.com slash teacherrunmess. Ari is at Ari22682. And Mako Chan's over at Jupluna. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for updates on our website, what conventions we're going to, and other cool uh, stuff that we find across the World Wide Web we're going to pass it along. If you're going to follow us on Twitter and see what, what our thoughts are, you can find me at twitter.com slash teacherrunmess. Ari is at the Ari Man. Mako Chines over at Joe Videa. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. To everybody who has liked our page, articles, the photos, the videos, everything, thank you so much. We're independent bloggers. We, we love you for doing this. As long as you like what we post, we're going to bring you more content. That's how we roll. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash IamDJVonMess or thatDJVonMess guy. You can find Ari over at Ari Rockefeller. Or you can find Mako-chan over at Makoto Mako-chan Kino or Mako-chan with a dash. And if you actually type with a dash, you're... Okay, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> we have tons of other great podcasts on the VOG Network. Um, you got We have Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Knowledge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Undershadation Live, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, and Horde House. Uh, these podcasts cover general pop, science fiction, Star Trek, gaming, pop culture, all that cool stuff. You definitely want to check that out. And as always, we're on twice a week, so if you missed us now, uh, you can catch us on Thursdays at 2. So yeah, we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. I'll be donating plasma tomorrow. Okay. Mako-chan. I will be cleaning tomorrow. I'm going to make my lunch for work tomorrow. Have fun. I will. That is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. There will be uh, new episodes each week. Uh, next week I will be back and I will be talking about New Jersey Comic Anime Con. So... It's in Morristown, New Jersey, the Morristown Hyatt. 
Uh, swing through, check it out. Johnny Young Bosch is guest of honor. Uh, that is it. End of list. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. And we're out this bitch. Bye-bye. <sighs> Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. <laughs> really? <laughs> God damn it. You knew she would do that. Actually, no, I didn't. <laughs> Good night, everyone. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs> <laughs>